Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning for the practice of being aware of awareness. As usual, there'll be three bells, one in just a moment, and the second midway through the third bell coming uh, an hour from now. As John Kabat-Zinn says, we just invite yourself to take up residency. Noticing that there's an observing presence, fully present right now. And this observing presence can observe sounds, feelings, it observes what things feel like, the touch, smell. This observing presence takes in all the visual cues. All the senses feed into this observing presence. And even when the cues of the five senses are largely eliminated. This observing presence is still known to be right here. So we're just noticing the observing presence is observing. Fully operational. We didn't turn it on this morning.
And one of the things that the observing presence can observe is thought. The movement of mind. Mental chatter. Words that seem to be heard from the inside, more particularly in the head. This is the linchpin of the whole practice. Because every object that arises, whether the words in the head or the sounds of birds outside, or the feelings of my fingers rubbing against each other. Asking what sees this, what hears this, what feels this, what knows this. The sounds of the birds don't hear themselves. Something hears a sound. And thoughts in the head don't think themselves. They are known by something, heard by something, detected by something, observed by something. So every object that appears in this field of observation, this potent alive field of awareness provides the opportunity to be aware of awareness because it is awareness that knows the objects. No object knows itself. The feelings in the body do not feel themselves.
So slowly but surely, we continue to put a little more attention on the observing presence than we do the object. We don't get completely pulled into every object. So a little bit of space. And in that so-called space is the recognition of the observing presence. So without this observing presence, there would be no opportunity to disidentify from the thought stream. Because this observing presence is always present. The thought stream can be heard as a thought stream, as words in the head, as an object in consciousness. And that's where choice lies, right? I can run with that thought Or I can just watch, just observe. Or as Ramana Maharshi puts it, remain without leaving the self. Sometimes things happen so fast the conditioning so deep that the first time it's even noticed the observing presence detects that we are believing it, we are running with it, we are 
immersed in it. But the moment we notice that we notice that, the moment that the observing presence is cognized, we have begun dis disidentifying with it. We're noticing that. We are noticing this. We are noticing a thought. We are noticing the energy of judgment or fear. Or, or blame or hate or any of that sticky, unprocessed, energetic load that rises up seemingly from within. The observing presence observes that. I'll read you a little bit from Helen Hamilton. This is chapter 11. Tuning into the awakeness. Each morning we notice that we are awake and that sense of being awake before any other thoughts come is the focus of this practice. This has been such a sweet practice for me since contemplating this last year. Can we catch the moment that this observing presence kind of comes back online into consciousness and it's known that we're awake and there's that sense of being awake and it's right before the thoughts come flooding in about who you are, and more particularly for me, what you need to do or didn't do or should do or might do, or and, and how this me does feel or doesn't feel or should feel or might feel or wish they didn't feel. All of that floods in. There's these, this precious little space between noticing that we are awake 
noticing the sense of being awake before all the rest rushes in. So Helen writes, the key with this practice is to notice that sense of awakeness and exclude all other sensations and thoughts. It's important to know that you can only pay attention to one thing at a time. So if you are noticing the sense of awakeness, then you are automatically excluding everything else. You do not have to make an enormous effort to keep thoughts out of your mind as this is simply not possible. It is enough to pay attention to what you are, which is this awakeness. Each morning, something seemingly wakes up from sleep. We just assume this is me, which is a sense of being someone. It feels like, quote, I am awake, unquote. If we really slow things down and look at what happens when we wake up, we can see that there is this awakeness present even before our eyes open and before the thought, I am awake now, comes. So if we really slow things down, whether I examine our direct experience, what happens when we wake up, we can see that there is this awakeness present even before our eyes open, and even before the thought I am awake now comes. In truth, all we really know for sure is that something is awake. And we know that same thing now, do we not? Something is awake. Something's not asleep right now. Something's awake. So in truth, all we really know for sure is that something is awake. Some sentience is here, seems to wake up. Some intelligence is here and is aware of its surroundings. 
if we can disregard thinking about what we are, then we will notice that all we really know is that something woke up and this basic sense of awakeness is with us throughout the day until we go to sleep at night. So can we tune into our basic sense of awakeness? And all we really know, putting aside thoughts, what we've learned, all external information that's come in, all we really know from the inside, all we really know directly is that some sentience is here. Some intelligence is here and aware of the surroundings. Can we tune into that? So put another way, what woke up this morning? What was that initial sense of awareness? Before the thoughts rushed in, where the feelings rushed in, before all those pulls back into personhood, just the raw knowingness. That awakeness, intelligence, sentience is present.
So we're just tuning in to this observing presence. And one of the ways to catch the edge of it, right? So we come back into consciousness in the morning. And the knowingness that some intelligence is here. Some sentience. And that that intelligence, that sentience, that observing presence is with us throughout the day and is with us right now. This moment, hearing these words and the silence before them and after them. Helen writes, as we focus on this awareness only, we will find peace. But if we hold on to the idea that, quote, I am awake, we will be perpetuating the sense of being a separate person. We do not have any proof at all that we are a person or that this person woke up this morning. All we know for sure is that something woke up and we don't know what. It is enough to not know. Stay in this basic sense of awakeness. As we focus on this awareness only, we will find peace.
Is that true in our direct experience? Can we confirm that? That as we focus just on the awakeness, just on the knowing that something's here that's sentient, something's here that's intelligent, When we focus solely on that, let everything else run in the background if it's running, but we focus right on that. Is it true that we will find peace? So as you move about the day, thoughts will come and go and distract attention to the sense of being me that is living my life. It is important to take time each day to notice that the sense of awakeness that we notice first is still here. We have to be awake and conscious before we can have any thoughts run through our brain. We have to be awake to even get distracted. Notice how you always have this sense of awakeness with you during the day. This is in fact why we call it the waking state. Stay in that simplicity and make no attempt to define what you are. So we tune into the simplicity. Of knowing that you have to be awake and conscious before any thoughts can come and distract. It's when we're pulled out of this focus on simplicity. We know there's only one thing that could pull us out and distract attention. And that is thought. Can we, the wakeful state, notice 
thought has come? Can we call it out as thought? Can we get curious about what pulls attention out of the simplicity of focusing on this wakeful state? It's not hard to focus on the wakeful state. It's also not hard to notice when attention has been pulled out. But in the moment of noticing the pulled out, which may be right away, it may be five minutes later, it might be five hours later. Hell, it might be five days later. Can we notice that only one thing interposes itself between the simplicity of focusing on this wakeful state, and that is the movement of mind. Remain without leaving the self. Just notice that you are noticing the pulling out has happened. The coming back has happened. The staying out has happened. Like Helen has said, we are watching the journey of attention. We are not the journey of attention. But we always have a bird's eye view.
Is this waking state still present? Can we stay in that simplicity and make no attempt to define what we are? So Helen writes, as we've said before, you can only be aware of one thing at once. So it is important to know what to focus on. Most of the day, our focus is automatically going to our sense of identity as a me and the thoughts that pass through my mind. Therefore, we must take some time each day to sit and notice only this sense of awakeness that is present. It is here all the time, but we must choose it willingly. To choose it, we must only notice it and keep redirecting our attention over and over to it when focus wanders as focus does. Over time, it will become apparent that awakeness is awake. But we cannot find any entity called me that is awake. By tuning into the pure sense of being awake, we are automatically dissolving the separate sense of self that feels, quote, I am awake, unquote. It is that simple. We are either perpetuating the sense of being someone or dissolving it. We dissolve it or perpetuate it with our focus, attention, is really our only faculty. And our only choice is what to put the attention on. We can either put it on truth or put it on falsehood. We must come to a decision point of deep conviction that you want only truth and maintain your focus on it long enough consistently until there's no ability to seemingly lose sight of truth left in you. So try as we might, we cannot serve two masters. 
So maybe we check in and see if, if we feel like we have or have not yet come to a decision point of deep conviction. Because it's super helpful to know either way. Do we want only truth? Or do we really like the idea of truth, but there are still things in the world that we want to? And if we have mixed desires, we will get mixed results and mixed experiences, and that's okay. Because that's what we want. We're giving ourselves what we want. And that, if that's what we want, things in the world, why deny it? That's just setting yourself up. Go get the things in the world. See if it's true that they make you happy or give you peace. I mean, only we can see this for ourselves. Only we can retrain attention to go to what we actually want. And if we actually want things in the world, then by all means, we're going to train attention to go to that. So we can notice that. And those desires either get stronger, so it gets easier to put attention on them, or they will grow weaker there'll be a scene that we actually don't want those other things. But either way, it's the awakeness that is seeing all of that play out. And so by continually putting attention on this awakeness, this observing presence, we're coming home, coming into equilibrium, resting. Helen writes, when you first begin to notice the pure awakeness, it will seem like it can be easily obscured by thoughts. Thoughts pass by and our attention automatically goes with them to look at them at a force of habit. You cannot remove this habit by paying attention to thoughts, but you can replace this habit with a new one you can either pay attention to the thoughtless, wordless awakeness or to the thoughts that arise in it. 
it will feel as though you are making an effort to notice the awakeness at first. But as you persist in building this habit, it will become effortless at some point. Consistency is the key here. As it becomes effortless to notice and stay in that simple awakeness, your true nature will begin to reveal itself to you. You will come to know that all thoughts appear after the awakeness is awake. Nothing can occur without the awakeness here first to perceive it. Even the thought I am awake must appear in this awakeness, which is already here. Eventually, it will be seen that awakeness is recognizing its own nature. And there was never any separate person to be awake or asleep. Practice is simply to take some time each day, as much as you can, to notice the fact that you are awake. There is a sentient, intelligent awareness present. And you simply need to notice this and prefer this state to any other. When you find attention has wandered to the thoughts appearing in the awakeness, bring attention back to the simplicity of the awakeness.
at a certain point, you will realize you are this pure awakeness noticing itself. You are not the thoughts that appear in it. Confirm this over and over until you cannot forget it anymore. The biggest resistance to the practice may come because you notice there are times when you feel you are unaware of the awakeness and lost in thoughts. Perhaps at first there may be long periods of time where this seems to be the case. This is normal at first and happens to everyone. The key to breaking through this apparent block is to really understand deeply that you must be here and awake first before any block can be noticed. Any block is noticed by you and it can only affect you if you believe yourself to be an object called me appearing in the awakeness. Once you see that awakeness is constantly present, it becomes obvious that you must be that awakeness.
any block is noticed by you and it can only affect you if you believe yourself to be an object called me appearing in the awakeness. Once you see that awakeness is constantly present, it becomes obvious that you must be that awakeness. If you are the silent, invisible, formless, intangible field of awakeness itself, then what thought or feeling can possibly block you? If you are the silent, invisible, formless, intangible field of awakeness itself, then what thought or feeling can possibly block you? <laughs> 